Yes Have Some podcast is excited to tell our listeners about Dr. Pepper and the brand new collectible cans from Spider-Man Far From Home. Collectors, it's time to make that decision. Are you going to drink these Dr. Peppers or are you going to leave them mint in package? Either way, you got to collect all five cans available now, including the new limited time flavor Dr. Pepper Dark Berry featuring Mysterio. Get your hands on all five of the new Spider-Man Far From Home cans from Dr. Pepper available at Walmart. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes Have Some. Yes Have Some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend, I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 156 of Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg, and I am happy to announce for the 156th time, this is what I'm going to do every week. I did this last week, and I'm going to oh, do Oh, I love it. You like it? Yeah, if it works once, do it every time. I don't know if it worked last week. No one has messaged me and said, hey, man, that worked. <laughs> hey, man, thing, strong open. The thing where you talked about what episode it was and all that, that worked. Whew. Anyways, welcome. <laughs> Keep doing that. Keep yeah. doing that, man. That's your bread and butter. That's my favorite part. Get out the knife and spread that shit all over. <laughs> I want some butter. Yeah, Um, I want like a cracker. Just craving butter. Uh, Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. I already did that part. Abigail Gardner, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. Jacob Walsh? Uh, I'm good. Do you guys like your name? Thank you. for Thank you. I always feel like it's hard to say Walsh. Mm. It's kind of hard for me to say Walsh, Walsh. and it's my name. Walsh. What do you say? Welsh? Walsh. Well, no, it's Walsh, but I feel like I I feel like I have a hard time saying that. I feel mm-hmm. like I have to. Hmm. It almost Walsh. Walsh. I have to work at it. Walsh. Walsh. I like it. It's, it's a got weird, good mouth it's a weird feel. Name. I feel weird, weird after name. saying that. What's a good mouth feel? I think you usually it's used to describe food like texture, like it has good mouth feel. I think. I, like, I hope that's where it comes from. I like the idea. I'm changing. I'm thinking about changing it to Day Lewis. Oh, okay. Jacob yeah. Day Lewis. I'm for it. Jacob Day Lewis. That's, I like that. See how see how easily that rolls off the tongue. Jacob Day Lewis. I'm thinking about changing my name to Finn Wolfhard. Do you see understand? Get a uh, <laughs> ticket to Calgary. <laughs> That's cool. Um, dude, guys, there's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out. I'm at an all time. I don't sound like it, but I'm freaking out. I also love the idea of like somebody. Like somebody being like, oh, I heard this podcast. They talk a lot about Ghostbusters and they turn in or they tune in and they hear uh, Abby say, like, I like a good mouth feel. Yeah. And then just Jacob, like, (laughs) I'm going to change my last name to Day Lewis. The people are like, what the fuck is this show? What if what if Daniel Day Lewis was in the new Ghostbusters? What? Is like the villain? Yeah. No. Like, what if he's what if he's a ghost? What I want him to be a ghost. But I want him to be the hero. Do we think there's. Okay. Do you understand, Slimer? 
Dude, I can I see I capture him. your ghosts every day. Like, <laughs> that would be great. I like that, but I also like him as a villain because I feel like he could play, like, a good period he, piece, like, resurrected. He would back. be the best thing. Yeah. Just from he a would Western. be the, the greatest villain of all time. Yeah. Um, well, he is the greatest villain of all time. But, you guys might know this. Yeah. Uh, originally, Paul Rubens was going to play Gozer. Yeah. Okay. That would have been cool. Yeah. yeah. He was going to be wearing a business suit. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have been able to go to the PKE Surge prom in that suit. Heck yeah. Uh, more info uh, on that. Wait, there's, there's an idea. Just dress like Pee-wee. Two-shoot Pee-wee Herman suit? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Are you a god? I know you are, but what am I? Oh, God. Wait. You should do that. I know you are, but what you am I? What I know you are, but what am I? Uh, hmm. <laughs> I hate myself. No. All right. Here we go. I like it. We're going to be talking a lot about PKE Surge and all the events surrounding that in the next couple of weeks and months because Dragon Con is coming up and it is one of our favorite times of the year. I know I'm excited, mm-hmm. but we got a lot of ground to cover mm-hmm. and we'll have plenty of time for that. Don't get me started on prom outfits because I'll talk a lot yeah. about prom. Well, we, we got a PKE Surge prom coming up. It's mm-hmm. a Ghostbusters themed prom event. And I think I figured out what I'm going to do. Abby has all of her stuff already yeah, somehow. I'm ready. I'm so, ready um, for the parade. For the parade, you're wearing that. I'm wearing the parade. We'll Craig, see. I think I think we should just skip Ghostbusters completely and just show up dressed like Harry and Lloyd from uh, from the ball. Yeah, if Stop. I get to smack you in the back of the legs with a cane, I'll do it. Hey, no, that's wait, a good idea. Let's just do Harry and Lloyd, but put Ghostbusters patches on the arms. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I've been trying to think of something, and so far I've been like, I'm probably just going to wear normal clothes to this thing. No, no, dude. you got to get the Dumb and Dumber suit. At least wear a top hat. Um, Okay, cool. Clip on tie. I wanted to talk about this. So we did a really cool thing this week. We've been promoting, yes, have some group therapy for so long, and most of our listeners are in there. Some of you still aren't. But we are doing our first ever run of enamel pins. And boy, we, are they cute. They're very cute. If you haven't seen them, we posted them on uh, social media, but they are based on the classic Universal Studios Florida design for Yes, Have Some podcast. Uh, people seem to really like these a lot. The reaction was strong. I would say it was a strong reaction. Mm-hmm. So we did a run of pins. We opened it up exclusively to members of Yes, Have Some Group Therapy on Facebook, and they sold out in like an hour. We yeah. sold out of our pins. So, Oh, wow. I just want to thank everybody. Yeah. From the bottom of our from the bottom of our black dark hearts. Cuz we're not we're we're stressed out people. That was a yeah. good voice. Who was that? That was just stressed out, Craig. I liked it. It was Reagan from The Exorcist. Have you heard of this? No, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, No, no, no. I wanted to thank everybody. Yeah, I know that was very cool. Uh, I imagine that we'll be on Shark Tank soon, and we'll be sharing the story of how all of our pins sold out quickly to... No, probably not, but it was very cool to have things sell out. We didn't invent pins. We're just selling As a fan of Shark Tank, it felt good. Hey, Um, who who designed that for us? um, I'm going to get his name. Let's uh, let's uh, get his name. Right now. But real quick, I wanted to let everybody know... That um, if you missed out on the pin, there is going to be a limited supply available in a couple of weeks. We will put them on the Yes Have Some store at Yes Have Some store. No, Yes Have Some shop.com. I don't know what it is. It's one of those. YHSpodcast.com has the shop. Yeah, that. Do that. Do that. Um, No, there'll be a limited amount available. And then once they're gone, they're gone. Maybe we'll do a variant in the future or something. But this initial run of 50 is going to be 
Dunzo. So thank you so much to everybody in group therapy who was able to take advantage of that. We didn't announce it. We kind of did like a surprise drop. It was like a Mondo kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the pin. And I'm really, really happy with the design. I do want to give credit to the guy who did do the design. Now, this was great. Everybody who saw our uh, video at um, Ghost Core that we did, mm-hmm. there was a moment where we pointed out this patch from Florida that looked like the Universal Studios patch. And I thought that was like the Florida Ghostbusters, but it turns out this guy just does Universal-inspired designs, and that's just a Ghostbusters patch that yeah, says Florida. Yeah, he's like an artist that that is his thing. That's and, his thing. Um, you found him, so. I found him. I'm hoping you find him again fi- in your DMs so his- that we can give him credit. <laughs> um, well, I want everybody to go check out his page on Facebook. It's Designing with Eric. Designing spelled like Disney. D-I-S-I-G-N-I-N-G. Designing with Eric. Find him on Facebook. He does great work. He's got a tea public shop with some really cool, like Jaws and King Kong inspired stuff. And he did our uh, our pin design. And really, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Uh, we can't tell everybody how much we appreciate you guys supporting YHS, mm-hmm. buying the pin, and then uh, everybody will have them in time for Dragon Con. Wear it loud and proud, and people yeah. will be like, "Whoa, where'd you get that?" And you'll be like, "Sorry, it is sold out." Sold so, out. Um, thank you, everybody. Uh, and I'm not going to lie, I can't wait to get one for myself. Heck yeah, dude. I'm looking at our store right now. I want to get one put on a beanie. You can get it on a t-shirt. I'd love to uh, get that on one of my little tank tops. Yeah, there you go. I'm so into it. check out yeshavesomeshop.com uh, for shirts and coffee mugs and things like that. And like I said, we will have a limited amount of the pins available uh, in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Cool. Next up, more housekeeping. Um, I wanted to go ahead and plug Patreon, which we always do, but we have had uh, some new patrons join, and as you know, once you join up on Patreon, you get that special YHS shout-out, and... We really appreciate it. So all of these people have joined say Patreon. Say my name, say my name. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, over the last couple months and uh, the lead up to FanFest, and we've been getting a lot of good feedback on our bonus episodes. If you're not a member, head over to patreon.com slash yes, have some. Sign up for $5. You get access to the entire archive. And uh, you get those bonus episodes every month. All right. Why are you rolling your eyes at me? Oh, I'm not. Because it's such a good deal? Uh, yes. It was such a good deal that I, I coughed and spat my water out all over my glasses and I was wiping them off. And that's why I was rolling my eyes at you. That's a good deal. Yeah. All right. So thank you to our most recent patrons. <laughs> that's all true. First up, we've got uh, Sam Meredith. Now, I, I, we might have thanked Sam once before, but we met Sam at Ghostbusters Fan Fest. He was... Just him and his whole crew. Those were awesome dudes. They came in mm-hmm. all the way from the UK. Yeah. Really enjoyed meeting those guys. So thank you to Sam, Christopher Moon, Zach Crago, Matt Harrelson, Lee FW, Adam. No last name. Straight up Adam. Thanks, Straight Adam. up Adam. No chaser. Straight uh, up Adam. Straight, Straight up Adam. Adam. <laughs> Frankie Van Hooser. <laughs> Chris and Angelique Deliva, who are very good friends. Dude, friends they cats it for us. I love them. And of course. All the way from the internet, AJ Quick. Wow. AJ That's cool. like a big deal. Way oh. to go, guys. If you don't know who AJ very Quick cool. is. Very, very cool. Um, so thank you, guys. Your support is absolutely incredible. Uh, we honestly couldn't do it without the support of all of our listeners mm-hmm. and friends because we consider everybody friends. Not like if you call us and your car is broken down. Like, do you, I think I'd help most of these people out. 
Depending on where yeah. they are. If I'm nearby. For sure. If I'm if not I'm, at work. If I'm within a one mile radius and I have nothing else going on. <laughs> yeah. I like I like how Abby started immediately started like, yeah, if, 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 I'm, a, I'm, if. if I'm nearby, if I'm not at work, if, if there's not a cat, if there's not a cat near me, if I'm not, you know, like it just gets more and so more. So never? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh, are no, like, we appreciate it. We appreciate everybody who yeah. bought the pins. We appreciate mm-hmm. all of the people who joined up on Patreon. And listen, we're just getting Patreon, not Patreon. Uh, you are patrons. We are just getting started. We're going to be doing more limited merch, more bonus content for the Patreon. I mean, let's face it. We are about a year out from a movie we've all been waiting for for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. So expect a chaotic insane stressful run-up to ghostbusters 2020 Mm -hmm. hand in hand with yes have some podcast that's what i want to say we're gonna hold your hand through it because i need to hold something if we're close by if we're okay you're right and if there's not a cat (laughs) already in my hand i'll hold your hand see you're doing it doing it you're doing it holding hands i'm shaking babies (laughs) that's not you should take that out (laughs) i'm not taking that okay i don't know you kiss babies you don't shake you kiss them god i always forget You'd be, a, you'd be such a bad a politician. I'm a better podcaster than I am a babysitter. God, uh, what about, what's going on? Do you just want to keep talking? I'm just going to keep going. No, I'm done. <laughs> that was my stand-up. Um, Jake, what uh, what's up, man? Uh, before we get going, we talked. We just did a bonus episode, and we, we talked a little bit about yeah. Maddie Collector, but you and I yeah. have been like down this Maddie Collector rabbit hole, rebuying or buying for the first time some of the figures we missed out on. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, something that we've been talking about is that I, I have always had I I bought a lot of the Maddie Collector stuff when it came out. Um, I got the subscription, um, and I have kept all of it. I sold my uh, um, I sold my ecto goggles, and I sold the thrower because okay. it was broken. It, it showed up broken, um, mm. but. I kept everything else. Um, I have all the figures except for, except for two figures, and uh, we, we've already we already mentioned this on the Patreon episode, but it's worth going over again. Um, I've always just been missing like two figures, but have always kind of been like, oh, one day I'll get them. Um, and now that you've been collecting them and and sending me pictures every day of new Maddie collector figures. I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I should just jump in and, and buy those two figures. So I actually bought one of them today and I have a couple offers on, uh, on the other one. So hopefully, hopefully I'll, I'll have that set complete. Cool. Nice. Yeah. It's been a what lot are you, of fun. What are you missing? Like how many of you, you've bought, like you, you've been buying a lot of them. Like how, well, how yeah. many have you? I mean, I've been getting good deals though, man. Like you, somebody, Somebody commented on because I put a picture in our Instagram stories of some of the deals I've been getting and somebody commented. I don't remember who it was. I'm sorry um, that we should do an episode where we break down like our best uh, practices for eBay. Um, I don't know if we could get a whole episode out of that, but it might be fun um, to. Abby just wrote me a note that's really funny I'm gonna read what it says in a second It might be fun because like there's, There is strategy when it comes to eBay Like saving searches Knowing what you're looking for Knowing what completed prices are um, Maybe we'll have to do that one week Where we have nothing else to talk about uh, Where we talk sure. about So after Ghostbusters 2020 Yeah a year and a half from now we're gonna break down 
just how right. eBay works. Yeah. Um, no, but it is. I mean, <laughs> it, if you're an eager person, it could be really easy to just buy the first thing you see. But if you do a little research, do some searching, and have a little patience, you can get a pretty good deal. <laughs> I don't know why I should be. What are you guys laughing at over there? So does Sean Connery. Now she's laughing at me. Okay. okay all right. So Abby wrote on a note. <laughs> this is what it says verbatim. You read this. No, no you. It says, can we... <laughs> oh, I didn't finish writing the question. All it says is, can we talk about the stinky? <laughs> Which I was referencing the the Maddie collector figures that Craig recently got in the mail. I didn't know who you received them from. That's why I was wondering if we could talk about them. Because I didn't know if it was a listener. It was, it it was not a listener. They all stunk. They were stinky, stinky figures. And Craig Let- had- <laughs> had I, to- I want to hear. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> we had no This episode is officially me- called, can we talk about the stinky? <laughs> I was gonna say the stinky figures question mark. I just- um, I ordered this was the set of the re-release figures uh, when Answer the Call came out. The four Ghostbusters with the removable packs and the build a no ghost um, is what Abigail is referencing. I ordered most of the stuff I've been ordering um, in uh, in package and just opening it, uh, but. I found a good deal on these four loose. I bought them and they reeked of cigarette smoke. It was just built into the. Yeah, I tried to act like it wasn't a big deal. And you put them inside of your uh, the detoff. And I was I, I, it just was like un. every time you holy. open the detoff, it just Ooh. smells like yeah. somebody's it sounds hide, like, hiding a habit in there. Dude, no, it yes. sounds like baby Herman from Roger Rabbit is in there. <laughs> I open it. He's like, hey, what are you doing? Um, Yeah, it it was gross. I was like, it's going to permeate all the other figures that you have that don't think so. um, I I did some research on getting the smell out and I was able to remove it for the most part. Um, Did a little. uh, You did a lot of stuff. I came home at one point and there was a Raisin Bran box that was stuffed full of dryer sheets and figures. And I was like, I thought it was full of cereal, but. Two scoops of Maddie Collector figures in every box. Um, yeah. No, no, no. You were successful, though. You gave it a good soak with some detergent. So like anybody tub. who listens to the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, which is hosted by Zach Ryder, I almost said Zach Myers, uh, who was on our show, um, they talk about fig baths. Sometimes you got to soak those figures in some soap mm-hmm. and water to uh, clean them up. And uh, so that's what I did. I soaked them in hot water and soap with baking soda and then i dried them out and put them in a cardboard box which was a raisin bran box uh with dryer sheets overnight and now they smell like dryer sheets and cigarette smoke uh but it's (laughs) It's the laundromat it's driving me a little Um, crazy but it's it's fine that's amazing um would you like to answer my question Well, oh, what am I missing? Wait, how many? Yeah, what, how many have you gotten so far? Like, what are you missing? What do you got? Okay, so I had about five of them. There's 21 or 22 total, so I'm only missing. Well, I was missing three: courtroom Ray, Dana, Azul, and pretty uh, sure there's 20. Whatever the number 20. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was missing courtroom Ray, Azul, and rookie. Um, 
the the figure rookie, not the person. Oh. Although it'd be funny right. if it showed up in a package and it was that guy. Rookie. You, just, you just have a detox with rookie. In yeah. <laughs> um, and shout out to rookie from the Alabama Ghostbusters. who said he was listening to YHS the other day. He posted on Instagram that he was listening to us for an entire car ride. I was like, that's where we're listening to you. Um, OK, so. Rookie and Adithoff. No, 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 no. Now I have the other two coming, so all I'm missing is Zool, and I'm waiting to kind of, like, snag a good deal on it. Um, that was a Comic-Con gotcha. exclusive. It's a little bit more on the pricey side, so I'm just waiting till I can find a best offer and take advantage of somebody who just is wanting to get rid of it. Yep. Um, if anybody out there has a Zool, go ahead and uh, send her my way for free, preferably. You know... I want, I want to talk about I, I mentioned this on the on the Patreon episode, but I just want to I, I, I need uh, Mattel to know how annoyed I am about something. Um, OK, this is something me and you. We were talking about this earlier. And this I is just our can't, third time today talking about this. <laughs> yeah, third time. And uh, it's not going to be the last. Uh, I, I had the subscription service for this. Uh, I, I really like all these figures and everything. Uh, I don't really have anything to complain about figure wise, but um, part of the deal with the subscription service was that if you subscribed, you would get uh, like a special edition Slimer figure. It came just in a plastic bag. It's you know basically the same as the Slimer that comes with uh, one of the other figures. But I it was a gl- it was a glow in the dark, right? Yeah, it glows. Mm-hmm. Glows in the dark. Um, I never received mine, Mattel. Uh, I I definitely had a subscription for basically the entire run. Um, never received my Slimer. Just never received it. So that's also something I'm going to have to uh, turn around and, and buy, which I, I shouldn't have to. I, I should rightfully own one. But, you mm-hmm. know, thanks, guys. Talk to Wizard World. <clears throat> yeah, talk to Wizard World. <laughs> um, okay, so, so moving on, moving on. Um, so one yeah, with another thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and another thing. I do want to thank... Um, God, we're just. This is the episode where we're thankful. Yeah. But I am thankful. Um, I want to have a couple more shout outs. Adam Sloman, who has sent us some stuff in the past, he sent us a uh, really cool Jurassic Park uh, lapel pin. It says Jeff Goldblum instead of yeah. Jurassic Park. Very cool. Um, oh, cool. Uh, very cool. And then also, um, new listener, Jim Mariato, who's also in uh, group therapy. We met him out at FanFest. Um, he reminded me that we met him. He came up to us and talked to us and uh, very nice guy. He offered he sent me a uh, he he was also collecting the Maddie collector figures and was like, hey, I've got some extras. Here's my list. Do you need any of this? The only thing I needed was the pink ghost uh, that comes with uh, I think it's called the theater ghost that comes with yeah. slime blower Ray. And uh, cool. He had that and Slimebar right, and he's just sending them to me for free. Oh, yes. That's very cool. It's very cool. It's also very cool because he was like, hey, man, there's no name tags on the Slime Blower figures, so you just pop that head off, put a Vankman on there, boom, Slime Blower Vankman. Oh. Oh, wow. That's a good idea. So if anybody has a spare Vankman head, send that to me. Um, Hey, this, you know, I just, I I have to say, this is completely completely off topic. (laughs) This is completely off topic. But is anybody, like, (laughs) super jealous and almost annoyed at the fact that Andrew Bayless is still on his trip? Oh, it's not fair. He's having the best fucking time of his life, and I'm not in California anymore, and I keep seeing his pictures, and I'm like, God, he's still on his trip. I want to still be on my trip. Yeah. Yeah, and then when he goes home. 
He he's lives having a good time. in Australia. So he's still on a trip. He's still on vacation. He's going on another trip. Um, Andrew Bayless oh, is yeah. uh, a member of Group Therapy and uh, a Ghostbusters fan who's a listener of the show. And uh, he's been on vacation for the last month. It's too much. And he saw the Mrs. Doubtfire house. That's great. I'm gonna he's seeing every. He's right seeing now. it all. He's doing it all. He he's doing it all. Us. We're gonna have to beat his record. This is the <laughs> episode where we get very competitive. Uh, yeah, no, we do not congratulate you on your long vacation. No, we will do. We better. resent you. We'll have a better vacation. We'll have a vacation. You. <laughs> okay. So, last thank you slash shout out slash something to talk about before we actually get into the episode here. Um, I wanted to go ahead and let everybody know about a really cool Facebook group that's uh, kind of a, a growing community. They're out at FanFest and they're doing some really cool stuff. The group is called The Containment Unit. We collect spores, molds, and Ghostbusters autographs. Uh, it's run by um, uh, Matt Sanders is his name down in uh, Orlando. And oh, the other guy's name, I think it's Tom Henry. Um, joining it right now. Yes, it's great. Oh wait, I got I got to answer questions. Yes, mm. yeah. Tom Henry, Matt Sanders, and um, uh, they're listeners of the show. They're also in group therapy. And what it is is it's a it's a Ghostbusters autograph collecting group. And these guys are really knowledgeable. They know their stuff, and uh, they're really good about like helping out people with like. Uh, you know, questions about autographs, people show off their, you know, their pieces they're working on. And the cool thing is that it's all Ghostbusters. So I love that it's such a specific niche community, obviously collecting autographs and specifically Ghostbusters autographs is a big deal for us. So I want everybody to check out the containment unit. We collect spores, spores, molds, and Ghostbusters. If you look up containment unit autographs, you'll find it on Facebook. Um, But what they're doing is they're doing their first ever private signing with Ernie Hudson. So what it is is that, you know, Ernie Hudson does conventions and stuff. Sometimes it's $50, $60, $70 to get an autograph. They are doing what the private signings happen in the autograph community. And they're really cool because what it does, it allows uh, people who might not have the opportunity to go to a convention or go to a con to get an authentic certified, authentic autograph from somebody like Ernie Hudson at a really good price. And it's better than buying it off eBay, right? Yeah. So they're Is doing peace of mind and all that. They're doing this. Uh, now the deadline is July 1st. They also have, uh, eight by tens. If you don't have something that you can get signed to sign in, they have, they're providing, uh, different options that you can choose from. And these guys are pros. You're going to get a really nice autograph from Ernie Hudson in a nice metallic red, uh, paint pen if you want. And, uh, you know, you can get it personalized. There's different options for sizes. And uh, they're offering any YHS listeners who want to get in on this. Just mention that you heard about it on YHS. They're going to give you five bucks off. And I think the autograph is like 40 bucks or something. So if you've never gotten a chance to meet Ernie Hudson and you want to get an authentic autograph from Ernie Hudson, who obviously is uh, Winston Zedmore and Ghostbusters and all sorts of other stuff like Congo. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And the crow oh, and hand the rocks to the crow. Um, you can get in on it. So head over to the came, containment unit. Yeah, I just joined. I literally just answered the three questions. <laughs> I'm going to try to say it with mostly stumbling. because I'm competitive, and Jake said that he was going to do it, there and I was go. like, me too. Well, head I'm going to get ex- I'm going to get accepted first. So yes. you know what? I'm already accepted, Jake. So uh, I won. Uh, and thanks to Mark. Are you? Yes, I'm already <laughs> on the page. The you can look two minutes ago at this point. Wow. 
Wow. Look at my wow. feet. No, Head over to the containment Check unit. Feet. And uh, join up oh, and, I'm in. and get in on this Ernie Hudson signing. Oh, yeah. I'm getting in on it. Um, I already have multiple things signed by Ernie Hudson, but like a deal's a deal. I want more. Yeah. Um, and uh, hey, I have a. You have a flower pot <laughs> signed by Ernie Hudson, maybe. Is that a story it's, for another time? Another time. All That's right. a bonus episode. So check them out. And uh, it's really cool to see people like uh, Matt and Tom, uh, you know, growing out a little community for uh, hardcore Ghostbusters collectors. I love it. Mm-hmm. Good job. That's a bonus episode, Weirdest Things We Have Autographed. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Cool. You guys ready to talk yeah. about Child's Play? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk about Child's Play. Yeah, man. All right. You know what I have to say about Child's Play? What? You are my buddy. You're my best friend. I don't know the song. I thought I knew it. I just forgot it already. Okay. Um, da, 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 da. Listen, if you haven't seen Child's Play, we're going to get into some spoiler territory. We're so spoiling it. Be warned. Um, but coming up after Child's Play, uh, if you don't want to hear, we are going to have a YHS fuck budget. So, um, Child's Play. After the movie, I went to the restroom and there was a gentleman using the restroom whistling <laughs> the buddy song. The song? So, if anything, they they it's kind like of you are my sunshine, isn't it? Like, like it is kind of kind like of that, yeah yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if I don't know if you guys how long you stayed through the credits, but this is a we're just gonna skip right ahead just because we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. There is the that buddy theme is in the movie a few times, but if you sit through the credits, um, there is another version of it of Chucky singing it like as full-on evil Chucky, like oh. the Chucky, not just like the happy, you are, it's like a creepy version of the Ch- the the Buddy song, oh, I which you that. can also listen to on Spotify. Okay, okay cool. Um, okay, so. Be, <laughs> cool, we don't care. Cool, Jake, cool information. No, 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 I, no, just, no. I actually want to stop the podcast so I can go listen to that right now. No, I want to know what the, the podcast must go on. Okay. Um, we are the self-proclaimed number one Child's Play podcast Ooh. in the world. Mm-hmm. Wow. We are. I feel like we've been slipping on our title. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, I'm going to ask a tough question. And then Do I'm going to grab the uh, computer charger because we're falling apart at the seams here. While you guys pontificate. C-H-U-C-K. Why don't you come out and play? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> we saw Child's Play. I just... <laughs> and, uh, Jake, I know you hate when I do this. We, do it. we were all looking forward to this movie. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. We all saw it. We saw it. Where does it rank? Oh, <laughs> you I hate this. In the No, because I, I could probably I could probably do this. Keep, where does it going. rank in the Child's Play series? There has been let's do Child's Play 1, 2, 3, Bride, Seed, <laughs> Cult. No. Oh, curse, curse, cult. Curse, then cult. And then reboot. I and then this one. This in and of itself sounds like a chant or like a curse that just by saying one, two, three, bride, seed, <laughs> okay. cult, curse. Okay, where does it where does it rank? Because like we're going to talk cult. about it in depth, but for somebody who hasn't seen it, who wants to know, where does it rank? You want me to go first? I go can do first. this. Yeah. Carry I it. think um, I, I got a I got a long form to talk about. It. So I, I definitely think the original Child's Play is the best. I agree. Child's Play 2 is kind of a close second. It's a little silly. It's not as scary or intense as the first one. 
Um, it's probably I haven't seen it in a while. I think it's still I think still Child's Play 2 is still pretty far up the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie is better than all of the other sequels. Oh, okay. I so, think this movie is, I think, first of all, this movie is very, very different from the, the original All of the other sequels, Child's including Play. two for you, you're saying it's it's better than? I think it's probably, I haven't seen two in a long time. Okay. I think it's probably, I think it's probably a better movie than two, but okay. two, I, I, I almost feel the same way I feel kind of like with, uh, um, Movies like, you know, Jaws of Revenge or something like Jaws 4 is not good, but it's fun to watch. It's like yeah. m- more enjoyable than some of the others. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel the same way about you. I like it's Kyle. hard. It's hard to place. I think two is great. But if you if you're looking at it as like the first child's play, the original child's play is legitimately a good movie. Other like take take, you know, the kills and the what Chucky something that happens with a lot of horror franchises is the first films are always more serious more more like real movies there's real scares to them and then they they quickly become kind of parodies of themselves yeah and i think child's play 2 although is a fun and enjoyable movie is kind of a parody of itself already and that's because you can only do that you can only do like the reveal of a doll being evil like that that it's only scary one time you know what i mean like you once you already know all the tricks you're just watching it because you want to see the kills and you want to see Chucky be funny. You know, um, the first movie isn't like that. And this movie's not like that either. I think as far, if you're ranking them as far as like what's legitimately a good movie, I think this is right after the original child's play. Wow. Okay. Abigail. Well, I have to say that, um, on a personal level, I think I would rank it after two and, even possibly three when it comes to my enjoyment level. I would give this movie six out of ten fucks. I have a, I just didn't love the way that, it just being totally honest, I didn't love watching Chucky uh, become evil and learn to become evil. I think that that takes some of the, like, terror and scariness out of um, a monster or a villain when you see the, like, progression or the origin story. I, I like the idea of he's just evil because of, of voodoo and there's that, but I guess there I, it just wasn't my favorite thing to watch him watching horror movies. It felt almost preachy to me, and that could just be a personal take of how I felt about it, but I, I don't think that this movie was... I just didn't... It wasn't the Chucky that I, that I like, which is more of a, a little asshole who's gonna be like i like the one-liners i like the cheese factor i like the sequels i think almost even more than the first one um which i know that i don't think that that's an opinion that everybody holds and i think that the first movie is probably a better quality film and i would respect it more but i enjoyed in my watching of the child's play movies over the whatever halloween it was a couple years ago i think i liked the sequels and enjoyed them more um and i think that with this movie couldn't get past a few things like the visual. I didn't love the way that Chucky looked in this movie. I like Mark Hamill. Um, I just, I, I found myself wanting him to be more menacing. Um, he's, I think he only called uh, Aubrey Plaza a bitch once, and I felt like there maybe would. I just, I think maybe I saw I was suffering from expecting him to be more like the original, but this was a very different departure, and I didn't hate this movie. I definitely enjoyed certain parts of it. Um, I liked Aubrey Plaza's performance. Like, uh, was it Brian Tyree? Henry? Henry? Yeah, he's great from Atlanta. Um, and I liked the kid. All right. 
I did not like the kids' friends in this movie, and I'll let you take over now, Craig, but I think I felt a little bit back and forth on this movie. Certain yeah. parts really worked, certain parts just didn't work for so, me. So, I've thought about this a lot. My, I, I've got a lot of conflicted feelings about this movie, because there's definitely... Um, I'll give it credit that it's not like, you know how like the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot or the remake is just like clearly like, okay, this is second Unimaginative. Rate. This is a worse Freddy. It's He's Nightmare like, on Elm Street light. Yeah, dude. Right, exactly. exactly. It's like the diet version. And, and that's not what this is, but I mean, one thing that I've seen written about this week. There were some fun kills in this movie. I'm just going to throw There was some there. fun yeah. kills in this movie. And Jake, I'm interested to get your take on this. One take that I've been reading about, and I think this is kind of where I was leaning, is that this almost felt like a good enough standalone story that it didn't need to necessarily be Child's Play or Chucky. Like, because to me, Chucky is such a defined character. Like, we like the, the look, the sound, the motivation. And when you remove that from the movie, it's... Like, to me, as a movie about a killer doll who, with technology gone bad, I think it's pretty uh, great and imaginative. But as a child's play movie and the character of Chucky, it fell short a little bit for me. Um, I, <clears throat> I, I, I don't agree with that at all. I, I, I think, uh, I, I do, I do. I do get what you're saying about like, you know, the child's play movies are this, this is different, but I think that is what, I think that's what a reboot has to do sometimes to be a successful movie. If you, if you play too close to the original, then you're just copying something. And what's the point of making something? If you're just going to make the same fucking shit that we've already seen, um, Reboots and remakes are all weird territory with no rules because sometimes they unexpectedly are like, oh, shit, like that's pretty good. This. Hey, this is better than the original or they're complete garbage. It's like it's it's a it's a complete like crapshoot. It's there's no science to it. it. It takes all different kinds of you know, uh, uh, things to to make it turn out right. And the the people that are saying like they shouldn't have called this child's play. It was so different that it could have been its own thing. I a hundred percent call complete bullshit on that because I think every one of those people, if this movie was called something different, every one of those people would come out of this movie saying, Oh, what a fucking rip off of child's play. It's a killer doll. Like it kills. What a fuck. He's got a knife. It's a fucking rip off. Fuck. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, you, it can't be exactly the same, or it's the same fucking movie. I, I don't think it's the best movie ever made. Uh, I, I liked. I had issues with the way he looked in. So, like the 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 pictures they've been releasing have been kind of weird to me because some pictures will be released and I'm like, oh, that looks really good, and then another picture will come out and I'm like, that looks like a completely different fucking thing, and that looks bad. And it's been almost every other picture since the very first picture that I remember when the first photo was re released, I was like, holy crap, that looks better than Chucky has looked in the last few movies. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the next picture, I'm like, well, what is happening here? I don't I don't understand. So I was nervous about that. But as soon as the movie started and the movie starts off with that, like a uh, commercial for the toy, as soon as it started and I saw it on screen, I was like, OK, it looks different. 
it's a little weird, but it do, it's, it didn't bother me once I was seeing it, how it played on screen. I was like, it looks like a fucking toy, and it is a fucking toy. The Chucky looks so distinctive and cool in the original film is because he's becoming human. So the doll has this weird transition. All the pictures you see of Chucky, of how he looks in the original Child's Play, the voodoo curse that he's going through makes it where the longer he's in the body, uh, the more human-like he looks. And his eyebrows become paint, start off painted on and turn into real hair. And he starts to bleed. And that, like, this movie is just a toy. It's just a toy. So it's not going to – it doesn't look the same. It doesn't need to look the same. Um, I, I I kind of particularly liked uh, the, the stuff with Chucky kind of becoming uh, evil. I, I thought it was a very fun and different take on that character. And I was like – you know, you, you, I kind of felt bad for Chucky because, like, he was – the first half of the movie, like when he's watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre and they're all laughing at it, which that movie is a very funny movie. And and it makes sense to be laughing at those scenes. But watching like a doll who has this like weird conscience to it and it's trying to figure out what's good, what's bad. All like that doll is just programmed to 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 be the best doll it can be for its owner and watching like watching him watch the tv and and like all the kids are laughing at leatherface cutting a person's face off and watching chucky be like oh this is what this is what's normal. This is what's good. This is how and people have fun. Then he cuts somebody's face off. He literally does what he sees. And mm-hmm. I just thought that was all kind of fascinating. God, and what if he would have? What if they were watching Answer the Call? What would he have done? He would have just kicked him in the balls. Dude. He would have. He would have uh, threw all the wontons away. He would have hated coffee. Um, <clears throat> now that I hear the way you're talking about it, Jake, I do. I give it merit. Like, no, I, stand your ground. I know. Like, stand I just, your ground. I'm trying to think of the things that we hated that it. No, I'm just kidding. Me necessarily. Here's about my thing. It. I just, I've got. Okay. Conflict that I have is that mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, I hate remakes and reboots. I like them. Everything's going to get remade and revisited at some point. So I don't for sure, for sure. Like, I don't care about that. Um, A lot of times they're not great. Sometimes they are like, it's just the way just the way it is. Right. I feel like. If they would have juiced, if I could have bought in, like, I feel like the weakest part of the movie is like the first five minutes, like the guy who yes because i need pure evil when it comes to charles lee ray in the first movie and like the uh the curse etc him being a serial killer that's pure evil and when you see mm-hmm. chucky like that's how it feels to me this is like a learned like it feels i don't want to say preachy but it feels like it's like oh well he's watch. oh that's not preachy because it's texas chainsaw massacre so i was watching the news. i didn't feel but you know what i mean i, I yeah i i get that it's hard to it's hard to separate I think the issue you guys are having is you're having an issue separating this movie from the original Child's Play. Mm-hmm. Like, well, also, Jake, the we're original Child's Play is, what we're in a little bit of a different position too because I re- like 
I did not hate the last one nearly as much as you did. And I really yeah. like, I think curse of Chucky is like the second best in the series. Like I don't, that I, to me is insane. I think it's great. <laughs> I think curse of Chucky. I think that is the legitimate worst movie. No, wait, you're th- in the no. series. Oh, I'm sorry. Colt, whichever one's in the house, the house. Wait, one, I was going to say Colt. Wait, wait, no, no, no. That one is good. That one is yeah, good. Yeah, that yeah, is cursed. Colt is the bad. The We're getting mixed up. No, well, see, that movie is good in the in in that movie. Curse is closer to the original Child's Play, right? And we we've had the we've had this talk many times. I think on the show and not on the show. Of course, the for the issue with number one Child's Play podcast. The, it, the issue with the Child's Play franchise is a hundred percent Don Mancini. He create he did create Chucky. He created it, but when he wrote the original. Uh, uh, script it was bought from him and it was a hundred percent changed somebody bought his script and they changed 99 percent of it Jake, they I thought, rewrote it they I kept Kaslin like the kind created of him. what i said i thought caslin created chucky <laughs> you're right you're right you're right <laughs> sorry, sorry but they um i'm just gonna give a brief history of don mancini's do good role here he he created it he wrote it they bought it from him they rewrote it. They kept him on, I think, kind of as like a, a producer or something like that. And it was the same for the first couple of movies. Um, they got to uh, Seed of Chucky. This was the first time, the first time that Don Mancini had 100% uh, control, the first time he was directing was Seed of Chucky which is absolute garbage. Like, yeah, he created it, but he created all the worst, like all the best parts of child's play and Chucky were created by other people. Uh, and since seed of Chucky, he has like kind of ran his own franchise into like going. He has like jumped from being completely silly, a hundred percent of comedy to back towards the roots, making it like the original and then, and then making the worst movie in the entire series. And that's why I have no hard feelings or like no remorse towards him when they're like, we're going to reboot this franchise yeah, because I don't care about that. He's fucking killing it. I've seen a lot of people like, Oh, this is fucked up for like, I don't care. Like that, that's not yeah. really on my radar. It's just, mm-hmm. there's, there's, I do want to see it again because here's the thing. There are, I thought the ki- there's some really good gore mm-hmm. from like a gore standpoint. There's some really there's good some, gore. There's some funny. There's some funny stuff in it. There's some funny yeah. stuff. There's some gore. There's some good kills. Um, and I thought all the actors like modern horror is just it's more well done and and it it looks better. It's acted better. It's produced better than it used to be. Yeah, there's like, more interest and money being thrown at it for sure than used to be. Um, and so yeah, they, they made it does the, better now. It yeah. makes more money these mm-hmm. days. Um, like this movie's not going to be like a giant. It's not going to be like it, but it's already going to make its money back and it'll be like a, a, a modest success. Um, yeah, people seem to like it overall. Wasn't it getting a pretty decent? Yeah, like there's it, like I've talked to a lot. Like I did not hate it. My initial reaction was stronger than what it's been over the last couple of days because I tend like I once you 
live with a movie in your head for a week or two, you can start processing it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought Mark Hamill did a, a really good job for, for the role. Um, I knew there was going to be one Star Wars joke. I think they could have done something better, uh, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think I did miss some of the humor. Like Chucky's always been funny. And I think I, I could have used a little bit more a balance of, of some of the humor with some of the gore. Um, because the humor in this movie didn't really come from dialogue to me. It just came from... It's fun to watch Chucky have fun. He's conflicted in this movie and is growing and becoming like conscious or, or evil. Um, so I, I think it's more fun to watch him like full-blown being evil. I feel like I want to... I feel like I want like I, I do want to see this movie again and I feel like I want to watch the original before I go see it again. And I think you guys should, too. I think something that happens a lot um, when when there are franchises is sometimes it's sometimes people I'm trying to think of a I, I know so you're gonna I remember, say. it's like Freddy Krueger. People think he's like a, a, a wisecracking guy, but in the first one, he's yeah, really he's not. not in the original. Right, right. Child's Play is the same way. He there is a little wisecracking, but Child's the first Child's Play is not a funny movie. Like there's a there's a little bit here and there. Um, I would have to go watch it again, but I feel like there's more funny stuff in this movie than there is in the original Child's Play. Um, I I felt like uh, I felt. I, the, the something I mentioned to you guys right when we came out of it is to me it felt I got some like Ultron vibes from it. To me it felt the same. His motivation was very similar to like you know in in uh, in Age of Ultron, Ultron is created to be like the ultimate good, and he's like he he like immediately is like, oh well the only way for there to be peace is to destroy the Avengers, and Ch- Chucky is kind of the same way. Like he. He's like the only way to protect Andy is to kill everybody that <laughs> that Andy doesn't like. Yeah, you Including know the he, cat. he dude that part was. Scary. And I mean, he uses like he uses you know Andy's own words like you know Andy says like I wish this guy would go away or whatever and Chucky's like oh well that, that's what he I guess this is what I should do. Um, I thought all that was pretty cool and it almost made like. I liked the first half of the movie better. I thought once they got to the store, it kind of slowed down. I feel like it could have had a better resolve than it did. There, there could have been maybe a, a cooler ending or mm-hmm. like, you know, they were just like, oh, we'll just rip. Just let's just rip Chucky's head off. And he's mm-hmm. and that's it. it. It felt like he was pretty easy to kill once they got into the store. Um, yeah, I don't think I it was think a perfect movie my, at all. And I, I, I think, got a lot of issues with it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing, like what you just said, like at the end of the day, it's just like there's no. And Jake, I'm actually a little bit surprised because like Jake, for those of you who don't know, you're the kind of person that if a movie has a monster or a paranormal aspect to it, like you're usually like on board, like way more. And because like this was straightforward, like a pro like misprogrammed doll it, it takes away a little bit of like the like supernatural uh, yeah. spice. There's no supernatural. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I think I like that aspect of child's play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I, I, I was surprised. Like I, I've kind of been since day one. I remember when we first talked about it on the show, when they announced a child's play remake, I was like, I just like, what is that going to be? 
and I have tried to keep a super open mind about it because I have definitely gone into remakes very recently. The pet cemetery, like pet cemetery. I went into pet cemetery so mad at things that I saw in the trailer and so upset about it. And I came out of it really liking that movie and child's play. We, we, I mean, I don't know how many times we can say it. We are the number one child's play podcast. We talk about it a lot, mm-hmm. even though, even though I think that franchise has gone into the craziest places and really bad. Uh, I really love Chucky and I really love Brad Dourif as Chucky, but I think something about something about the way they handled this version of the character and something about the way I was not expecting to go into a movie and for Chucky to basically be the main character of the first half. Like you, he's really completely in your face and you, there's a lot of these weird little moments where Chucky doesn't know, like in the, in the beginning, he's not evil. He's not trying to be creepy. He's not trying to be scary. And there's like a couple scenes where he's like just standing at Andy's bed and like won't shut down. And he's like, Andy's like, Hey, please go to sleep. And he's just right there in his face. Mm -hmm. He keeps it. And that stuff is like, it's kind of silly. It's kind of funny, but it's also really creepy. I thought, I thought the scene where Andy wakes up, this is after the cat has died. There's a scene where Andy wakes up because he hears his cat and he's like, what the fuck is happening? And he, in the corner of the room is Chucky just staring at him and he's replaying the audio of the cat being killed. Yeah. That was and that's up. such a weird, I was like, I was like, that's a weird, it's, it's, it was legitimately creepy to me. It was disturbing. It reminded me of fucking annihilation. It reminded me of the bear with the human voice. I was like, what the fuck? This is a weird thing that I'm watching in this movie. I thought that was, I thought that was just such a simple, weird, but fun scene. And I think stuff like that, stuff like that and stuff like, uh, during the first kill, the guy's head lands on like the yard gnome. It's like such a subtle, uh, his like scalp. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. It's like yeah. such a subtle little silly thing. That kind of stuff. I was like, whoa, I'm, I'm into this. I yeah. fell in and out of certain things. I didn't like those other kids either. Yeah. I liked the I, first half of the movie. Like I distinctly remember liking it and thinking it was going in a great direction until yeah. because I liked Andy being kind of a loner. Then he very quickly made those friends, and I kind of yeah. It kind of felt like they're like we got we need an ensemble of kids to make it like Stranger <laughs> Things or something like that. Dude, discount I, Stranger I, Things. I agree. I agree. I felt like the kids were kind of shoehorned in there because that's the thing that makes money now. And then it also felt like uh, when they excuse me, when they get to the store and Andy like tricks them into being locked out of the store, I was like, Oh, okay. So someone had to sit around in the writer's room and figure out a way to write these fucking kids out of the movie. Well, it's because so they're too, because it's like kids don't like having kids in your movie. Doesn't make money having good characters. Yeah. Right. So all the kids mm-hmm. in stranger things are good characters. All the kids mm-hmm. in it were good characters. Uh, these guys were not really good characters. There's also like, I thought the girl could have been, she seemed to be the only kid other than Andy Andy that seemed to like kind of her motivations made sense and her oh my god like it just dawned on me who she reminded me of the little girl from Richie Rich okay oh yeah like okay. um I don't know the skater girl I, from yeah, the movie? I yeah. thought she was I thought her character was the only one that seemed 
memorable, motivated. Real. Yeah, because the other two, the 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 other boy was kind of very annoying. Right. And he seemed like a he seemed like so much like a fake. I was like, nobody is like that. Nobody's and like then the this. Other, mm-hmm. And then the other kid who, who Andy, like, gets in the fight with and steals the phone and all that, yeah. they, like, I'm like, oh, okay, we, we set these two up to really hate each other. But, like, all of a sudden he's helping. It, it's just, yeah. it just seemed like such a, those characters just seemed like they were just not well written at all. <laughs> and when, I, and when, I, go ahead. I was just going to talk about when he renamed Chucky Chode. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> I I thought like they could have used those kids a little better because it does they do get into a little bit of the territory where they're like people start thinking Andy's the one that's killing people and there's like one scene where the kids are like oh maybe it is Andy Mm -hmm. and they could have used that a little better but it was such a quick thing and then those kids found out Right. Very soon after that, that it was yeah. Chucky. So it was like, Whoa. yeah, there was some inconsistencies and some weird stuff, but ultimately I was entertained and yeah. um, I was ready to. <sighs> it's so hard for me. It really is because, like, I don't. We take these things really seriously, like these kinds of movies, and like we've talked about it so much. In I'll say this in some ways, it was better than I was expecting and probably better than it should have been because it did have a sense of originality to it, which is something that you miss out on a lot with like, you know, the yeah. fifth or sixth, seventh movie or a reboot or a sequel or whatever. Um, but then there was still that part of me where I'm to me, Chucky, the character is is no even if, I'll put it this way. Even if they if they were to remake Nightmare on Elm Street again and it was really good and inventive at the end of the day, I'm still going to miss Robert England to a certain extent, even if it's great. Like, and I think once I move past that a little bit, yeah. I'll probably be able to appreciate it a little bit more. That's what I think. Yeah, I get that. I, I completely get that. And that's one of the things I've always really loved. Um, uh, Brad Dourif and not like he that dude is such a great actor, even not as Chucky. I've always thought that he doesn't get enough recognition for is as good as an actor that dude is. And that is one of the things that I like. Ch- uh, the main thing about Chucky is, is kind of his voice. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, Mark Hamill, I was like, you know what? I can get over it. Cause Mark Hamill is a very good voice actor, you know, but the voice thing was kind of handled in a different way too, because 90% of that movie, it's just, it's just like, the doll's voice you know there's not he doesn't really start being creepy with his voice until the end of the movie and i thought that was a very different way to approach it maybe not i mean maybe not the best but maybe it is the best because maybe that's the only way to get out right, of because you were either brad gonna, duraf's like shadow right you were either gonna get a brad duraf impersonation or just like a voice that is completely different so i i, I actually thought they handled uh, that well, and I thought Mark Hamill did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, me too. Well, cool. Hey, one 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 other thing before we get off this: the score is amazing. The score is uh, good. Bear yeah. Bear McCready, or I think that McCreary. I don't, I'm not yeah. exactly sure how his last name is said. He scored Godzilla, and he also scored this, and he needs to be scoring everything at this point because these both scores to these films are really good. And another thing that I've noticed that he's been doing is that if you if you listen to the soundtrack 
on Spotify, he has also remade the original Child's Play theme. And I and I'm and I'm sure it was I'm I don't I'm not sure if it was in the movie at all. Um but there is like an updated version of the original theme. And I think it's really, he did the same thing for Godzilla. I think that's a really cool thing that he's doing. And that shows that he, uh, you know, respects these right. franchises that he's been, you know, jumping hey, into. His score things. is amazing. A, I would love, I would watch a video of Don Mancini watching this movie just yeah. to see like how he dealt with, like, oh, I want to see his reactions. Um, and I also can't Dude. wait till the next Child's Play when the TV series or whatever, whatever the continuation is of Child's Play in the original universe. I cannot wait to hear what Chucky says about the new Chucky. Right. Yeah, they're they're gonna make some yeah. sort of dumb joke about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. He's stiffer than a buddy doll. Um. All right. All with his face. Anything else? That's it. All right. Cool. Well, listen, folks. It's time to get in on the Yes Have Some Fuck Budget. Before we do that, we are going to tell you about Yes Have Some Group Therapy, the official Facebook group of Yes Have Some Podcast. Abigail, yes. tell us about it. It's so easy. All you have to do is log into Facebook, search for Yes Have Some Podcast, find our page, scroll down, you'll find group therapy. It will be an option for you to click. You should click it, and then myself, Craig or Jake, will accept you into our private little group of 500 and growing members at this point. Um, it is a really special place where we can all talk about the things that we are buying and stressed about buying on eBay and how eBay works and all that fun stuff. So uh, join up, guys. It's it's a good space. We uh, we just it's quality content, and we love you. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. All right, it's time Rock, for the yes, have some fuck budget. I don't give a fuck. We'll do it live. We've been in a podcast for two hours. The fuck budget, where we have five topics and the. I don't know, the stratosphere, the realm of Yes Have Some. I'm going to quit calling it pop culture. I think Yes Have Some sphere, people know what that is, right? People know the stuff we talk about. Yes uh, Has sphere. The Yes Have sphere. Mm -hmm. Um, The Yes Hemisphere. Okay, no. Wait a minute. There's something there. Mm -hmm. What we're going to do is break down five topics that Jake and Abigail have to Tell us how many fucks they give about. They each have 10 fuck bucks to spend. They cannot spend more than the 10 that are allocated for the fuck buck session. And uh, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to allocate those fuck butts. There's no fuck buck credit card. Fuck budget. You said fuck butts. <laughs> I, you see, I said that once and you made me, you called me out on it. So I'm just going to call you out on it. All I'm saying is that the fuck budget is here. It's happening now. Are you guys ready? Yes. Jacob. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Hey. Hey. Number one. I was like, are you? This is not a hundred percent. This is not a hundred percent confirmed yet, but the rumors are running rampant and there might've been a little bit of an information leak about Ghostbusters having a haunted house at Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando, as well as Hollywood. Jacob Walsh. When it yeah. comes to the Ghostbusters Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios, how many fucks do you give? Zero. What? <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. Uh, that just sounded so I, sad. I, I gave it five fucks because uh, <laughs> I, I love Universal Studios and I love Ghostbusters and uh, fucking Horror Nights has become uh, a yes have some tradition and it's very fun and it's amazing and it's just like one of the best 
it's something that I have been, you know, it's something I've looked forward to every year at this point now that we're going to that. And for them to have an official Ghostbusters presence back at Universal Studios where they used to have the ride, it feels so good. And it makes me feel so good about Ghostbusters. And uh, I watched that video where the guy was talking about how they found out about the leak where they saw the picture. And I hate him because he's like, he's like, Ghostbusters is dumb for a horror house. How It's a kid's movie. It's not scary. That's not going to work. Uh, five fucks. Yeah. It's not going to work. Dude, I hate that guy. I also give this five fucks. <laughs> Me too. I gave it five fucks because, A, I feel like we started this rumor um, several years ago. <laughs> we did. Yeah. We did. It's something I've been talking about and asking for for so long. Um, I'm very, very excited if this is true. I feel like it is true. There's been enough sources reporting things, goings on, etc. So um, I want to know how many times we're going to do this house when we go there because now we're into, like, breaking records. 57. Yeah, 57. <laughs> Uh, also, I hope people don't show up like in their uniform with their proton packs. They will try. It's they will try. They're not going to let proton man. packs in. So. They, be- they better not. I think there will actually be proton, po- proton packs on the people who are working inside of that. Yeah, house. and we're not going to get into the details of that, but I have a feeling they're going to look pretty good. Yeah. And uh, listen, so. the thing about the thing about Universal and Horror Nights is, in general, they do a really good job. Like, there's always. Out of the six or seven houses, they're always all at least good. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes you get like the Poltergeist house last year that was like amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still think about that house. So I think I know that there's a like overall an 80s theme going on with Horror Nights this year. It's the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters. Obviously, it's not 100% confirmed yet, but I am so excited about this mm-hmm. because I'm just like... Ghostbusters has so much iconography. Is there just not to be like devil's advocate or to like be think about the possibility of it being a bummer, but is there any chance this won't be a house that would only be like a dance experience or something that's <laughs> From, be very I mean, it, it's possible that it could be a just a scare zone. Yeah. Um from which what, from what we've heard though it's probably going to be a house. Okay, cool. And I think Yeah, with, probably, yeah. With okay. such a big property, I think it would be a shame to waste it on a scare zone, mm-hmm. you know? And I think right, Ghostbusters right. translates better to a house, right? Because like yeah. you could do yes. the Sedgwick you could do Gozer's Temple. You mm-hmm. could do yeah. There's enough. There's enough different rooms. Dana's you apartment. Know. Like yeah. yeah. Um, you could do all of them. Literally. Yeah. Da- dude, look the refrigerator open. Yeah. Are these the eggs? Um, there's so much you could do, and then you've got you know people wearing proton packs and Slimer, Stay Puff. Maybe there's some stuff from Ghostbusters too. Like there's the possibilities are kind of endless. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm very excited. Obviously, once the official announcement is made, mm-hmm. we will be all over it, getting all the deets. And uh, maybe we need to do like a big YHS theme park meetup and get a bunch of yeah. listeners to go with us down to. Uh, oh, that'd be cool. Universal. How, that'd be how cool. do we figure? Yeah. How do we cut the ribbon? How do we actually tie a ribbon around it and then get the job to cut it? Even for the no okay. matter even if we go like the last week, we're bringing a ribbon. Okay, we're tying it. it and then cutting <laughs> it. Good. All right, cool. You guys ready to move on? Yes. Yep. Uh, I'm excited about this one because I can't wait to hear what you guys think. You might be the only one. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's true. The reboot. 
The reboot of the reboot. <laughs> the third season of Scream, which was announced a couple years ago. Reboot. The three boot. This was uh, Scream, the television show, which had no direct connection to the movies and did not even use the original Scream mask or costume. The third season was delayed, rebooted, and retooled. So now the reboot of the show has nothing to do with the first two seasons and still has nothing to do with the movie. But they have the original mask back and they've got... What's his name? Paris Jackson. No. Yes. But that's not who does the voice of Ghostface. Roger, Roger, Jack- Roger Jackson. Dude, they've got Paris Jackson. They've got Roger Jackson. Um, it's going to be on VH1. It's going to be a three-night event, two hours each episode. It looked like Scream, kind of, to me in the preview, but we're, we're going to break this down. Abigail, when it comes to the Scream 3 boot... Zero I- fucks. Oh. I don't even wait. I just don't give it any fucks. Uh, I don't care. Um, I, I didn't watch the other, like, the originals of the show. I feel like, although I know Jake doesn't even like the uh, sequels to Scream, the, the films, I kind of like them. I like Scream 2 and the third one as well. But this TV series sounds very convoluted, very confusing, and it's switched from MTV to VH1, and I'm just not a fan of, like, MTV or VH1 scripted shows. Um, and, I, yeah, I just have no interest in this, so zero fucks. Not going to watch it. It's cool that they got the original voice back. Dang. I still zero fucks. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Deal. Deal with it. Jake, how many fucks? Uh, I also give it zero. <laughs> <laughs> I do go acting all upset. Um, it looks awful. It looks awful. It's a dumb idea. I, I think the first screen movie is is a masterpiece. It's amazing. The sequels are uh, fun for a watch here and there, but I, I don't think they're anywhere near as good as the first. Um, I didn't watch the show. I might watch this. It looks awful. It looks awful. It's going to, it's written by, it's not going to be written by the same people. It's not like, I just, it looks like a weird PG kid version of scream. And I don't really want anything to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. But tell us how you really feel. Craig, are you excited about it? Let's hear what you going. You sounded bummed when Abby said zero. I'm a sucker for like, I'm always the person who thinks like, guys, what if it's really good, though? Like what? I know it looks bad and it sounds bad and it smells bad. And, it, and, and when I hear about it, that's bad. Like, all my senses say it's bad. But what if? But what if I'm wrong? Uh, I'm glad that Ghostface is back. That's at least something. And what if they reveal that it's tied to the movies and it's Billy Loomis? I didn't kill anybody. Those, those all sound great, but the exec- it all is going to come down to the execution of the film. I, I mean, it is cool that they're bringing back the screen mask and that Roger is back doing the voice like that is cool. But uh, I don't know. Like that trailer just looks fucking bad. Yeah. It just looks bad. It was some bad stuff. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, I felt weird about it. Wow, I guess you guys <laughs> don't care that Paris Jackson lost her father. Oh, it's mm-hmm. moving on mm-hmm. in this fuck budget next week. Stranger Things is back. That's next week. Yeah. And I feel like I don't even know. I feel like when Stranger Things season two was about to hit, there was just like you could feel it in the air. Everybody was talking about it. Now it's been two years. There's no Ghostbusters tie in other than Finn Wolfhard, who's going to be in the new Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Stranger Things, season three, 
You've seen the trailers. Abigail, yep. Jacob. Who's going first? Jake? Jake. Yes. How yes. many fucks yeah. do you give? Uh, I gave it two fucks. Like, I'm excited. Um, I think I'm... I think my excitement level has actually come up a little bit because I, I did not love season two of stranger things. Um, I had a lot of big issues with it and when it was done, I was just like, all right, cool. I just didn't care. Um, there were probably a few episodes that I, I just did not like at all. Like overall season two was kind of a, a bummer to me. Um, but the trailers for this season look, they look really good to me and it looks fun again. And not that the last season was, didn't have, you know, fun stuff in it, but uh, I feel better being uh, a little far away from season two and the trailer looks fun. There's, there's monsters and it's all the same shit. So I, I don't know. I'm excited. I, I gave it a two mainly for the fact that like, yeah, I have other, you know, fucks to give here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, I, I, I'm not like counting the days down or anything, but I, I'm definitely going to watch it, you know, probably the day it comes out. Yeah. I feel you. However, I'm going to give this one fuck rather than two, which I'm surprised mm-hmm. you gave it more fucks than me. I I didn't love the second season, but all these, my one fuck is going directly to Finn Wolfhard because of my, like, added interest because of Ghostbusters 2020, and I just yeah. like to get excited and, like, envision what else he, I don't know, you know how it is, you dreamcast things yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I care for certain characters on the show. I didn't like Eleven's storyline in the last season, so maybe they can turn that shit around. I thought that the trailer looked really good. Um, um, and it had some neat vibes like uh, fast times and like all the kids are kind of growing up. So there's going to be some. Yeah. Some different- somebody. Um, the kid who plays Lucas, somebody at work was like, he's got himself a goatee now. <laughs> like, um, here's the thing about Stranger Things. Like, I think we all got a little overhyped with season two. Maybe it didn't deliver like we thought it would. But they've had more time for this one. Mm-hmm. I do really like the vibe and the trailers. And there is some good stuff in season two. Um, yeah, I, I have a feeling. Well, yeah, sure. I have a feeling a week from now we're all going to have watched the first couple episodes and, and have and we're going to go, guys, the show is good. Yeah. Or we're going to be like, guys, I'm so happy the Duffer Brothers are not doing the new Ghostbusters. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know. I think Jason is the right man for the job. Yeah, we know that. Oh. We Anyways, I'm aware. I'm, um, cool. I'm I've excited. Been saying I'm aware a lot more. Hey, and listen, Stranger Things. It's weird. There's a lot of merchandise and stuff. I've never gone down that road. I do have the Ghostbusters uh, Stranger Things figures. Mm-hmm. What if it's so good that I'm like, guys, I walk in. I'm wearing an eleven dress. Yeah. Holding <laughs> a <whole new> waffle, <laughs> dude. You got that mug that's on clearance at Target with what's his name on it? Uh, Samwise Gamgee. I love what's his name. Guys, remember that first year? Remember that first year at Dragon Con? Yeah. When like Stranger Things had just come out and it was. Oh my oh, god! On, it was perfect on. timing. It was like nothing people, had been released. It was like, oh, Stranger Things just came out. I, dude, I wonder if anybody's going to have a Stranger Things costume. And then you went there and you're like, oh, there's a thousand 11s. Yeah. There's a thousand 11, people. 11 was the, 11 was the, the, the Joker, the Dark Knight Joker yes. was the Dark Knight Rises Deadpool. Bane. Dude, we're going to have to. yep. Of course. Yep. We're going to have to. She's on the list. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to do an episode this. Ooh. Dragon Con lineup, like a police lineup, but with all the most famous costumes. That's we'll have to go by a year. So who do you think is going to be this year? Uh, I was hoping, Craig, I was hoping you were going to say we're going to have to do an entire episode where we're all trying to talk in the Bane voice. Oh, okay. I'm also Mad Max. Crashing this plane. 
Oh, that's all. That's the only quote I remember. Oh, um, like wait, real quick, little side note. What will be the big costume this year? Okay, realistically, oh. Captain Marvel is, yeah, is something. There's gonna I'd be throw a lot out, of those. It's kind of difficult. Uh, I initially when I saw us, I was like, oh, everyone's gonna do the red suits, but like, but that's just kind of died out. It's kind of dead. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'd have to think. Um, all right, cool. well, yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, yeah. they, obviously, Avengers like. You'll see various Marvel characters, but it's not like there's a very specific thing like Jake was just talking about. Like that one year, there's mm-hmm. always one everybody where there's just like oh, hundreds of know it. Sorry, everybody. I just re- realized uh, the big Lebowski Thor, I think we'll probably see oh, a lot of that. Oh, yeah. It's going to be that. Yeah, there's going to be a million God of God damn it. I'm that. not going. Yeah. Fat Thor. Yeah. Uh, never mind. I'm a guest. I have to go. Hmm. We're guests. <laughs> to- tune the horn. You got to tune the horn. <laughs> Oh my god! All right. <laughs> what's, not, the, what's on the list? I'm not going to be on the panel this year. Let's see. <laughs> yes, you're going to be. You're like, Abby, you've been replaced. You Go keep get calling lost. it a panel. It's a live. It's a podcast. live podcast. I'm sorry. Your podcast. But it's but it is a panel. But it's, it's All right. Next up, has no place on this panel. I'll be like, no, I have nothing. Oh, and I'll be like this. Where do they get those wonderful toys? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be talking about the toys in the next part of the fuck budget because Five stars. today Diamond Select announced <laughs> there's going to be a San Diego Comic Con exclusive Citizen Ghost Spectral Ghostbusters Real Ghostbusters six pack. You get the four Ghostbusters in the khaki suits slimed with the ecto glowing skin from the real Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. You also get a variant Stay Puff from Diamond Select with an angry face. And a translucent blue terror dog. I'm not saying it all makes sense. But what I'm asking is, when it comes to the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive from Diamond Select Toys, Abigail, how many fucks do you give? I'm giving this two fucks. uh, Because that's how many I decided to give to it. I think they're very cool looking. And, um, yeah, I I like them. I want to know more about them. This is, uh, I also really liked the Chronicle uh, real Ghostbusters, uh, the statues. So these are also neat. These can move and they're articulated. So I'm into that. Think that the terror dog looks good. Is there a terror dog that's from the Real Ghostbusters, or what is I don't, the deal with I, that? Okay, maybe I'm a bad fan. I maybe they reference the terror dogs at some point, but I was thinking I've seen the Citizen Ghost episodes a lot. I, I don't or the episode. I don't recall there being a terror dog now. If if I'm wrong and people want to yell at me, that's fine. Mm-hmm. This you know this is our podcast. Yeah. I can say whatever I want. I could be wrong. Um, I'm gonna look it up right now. How many fucks did you give it? I gave it two fucks. All right, Jacob. Um, I gave it three fucks. Um, these diamond select figures are they're fun. I I like the diamond select figures overall. And yeah, like these are just repaints of the real Ghostbuster figures, but. It's cool because they're from a specific episode. It's the one episode that really ties the movie into the cartoon. And um, the packaging is really fun and really cool. And it's just like you don't get a whole lot of like it's a six pack. Like that's cool. Like the fact that there's a Ghostbusters six figure box set basically getting put out with real Ghostbusters packaging. That's really fun to me. And I'm 
immediately stressed wondering if it's going to be available to me like if i'm going to be able to get to well, this did, did i did i correctly see that it's going to be available at a uh, gamestop or yeah. either on gamestop's website so it's 120 bucks i just looked it up the tear dogs did make uh, an appearance in an episode of real ghostbusters called egon's ghost but not in the citizen ghost episode mm-hmm. um but of course i want two tear dogs i mean i gotta buy two of these sets yeah. Uh, it's a, it says a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, but it also says only at GameStop. So usually what <laughs> happens, a lot of times GameStop will get in the, like, Funko will do San Diego Comic-Con exclusives, but you'll also be able to find them at GameStop, and it'll say, like, convention exclusive. I have a feeling if it says available at GameStop that maybe these will become available. But listen, I like these figures. And it's never been a better time to be a Ghostbusters fan. True. Right? Yeah. So I'm going to be at GameStop day one, either ordering them online. Somebody already messaged us saying that they could help us out getting them at Comic-Con if needed. Okay, cool. And I really think, like, if you look at the landscape of Ghostbusters right now, right? We just talked about the possibility of Halloween Horror Nights. The remastered score is out, and it's incredible. The video game is being remastered and released on the next-gen systems, including Nintendo Switch. My favorite game to play on Switch right now is Rocket League, and now I'm an Ecto-1, and every Dude. time I score, Stay Puft comes out of the goal. It's, it's just cool. a, it's an amazing time to be a Ghostbusters fan. So uh, I'm, I'm freaking out a little bit here, but I'm excited about these figures, and I'm glad that you guys are excited, too. I'm stressed. Yeah. Dude, this was— I'm stressed. People, I'm stressed GameStop won't have them when you go to get them. I'm, I'm stressed about that. Yeah. It happens all the time. I'm stressed about that, and I'm stressed that, like— I, you know, we were we were talking about the Maddie collector figures and how we both basically have that entire series. And um, I don't have a lot of the Diamond Select figures. I like them. I know I know a lot of people prefer the Maddie figures and maybe I do, too. I'm not sure. I think they both I think the Maddie collector and the Diamond Select both have pluses and minuses. It's right, hard right. for me to it's hard for me to pick like a favorite. Um but the fact is that like the diamond select have been harder for me to collect and I don't have a store in my area that carries them. You know, I, I was able to get some of them from Toys R Us when it was still open, but they were the ones without the bait. It's just like there's so many of them. I got so far behind so quick that it's like I only have a few. And now I'm stressed about these because I want these and I'm like, well, maybe I want to try to get that whole set now. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just I'm scared. It, I'm very upset. The 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 diorama they did with the firehouse is great. I'm looking at it right yeah. now. And the real Ghostbusters Slimer they did was great. And like, listen, we don't know what the future like. This might be the last stuff that they do with the Diamond Select line because there's also rumors going around about you know other toy companies mm-hmm. possibly like they they haven't even announced anything for the new movie next year. Like, what toy company is doing? the figures is it going to be mattel could it be hasbro could it be NECA? like we don't know um but i'm just i'm just it it all feels surreal like all the stuff happening in ghostbusters right now feels like the stuff we've been like talking about forever i mean even the video game being remastered and being released that was ghostbustersnews.com that was their april fools joke this year like that's how unrealistic it was and now it's happening. Our, yeah. I don't even. We did one too. That's not gonna happen. So, anyways, no. Uh, <laughs> um, and if anybody's watched the Ghostbusters two commentary, 
we we need to talk about that on a bonus. Yeah, episode. that's a bonus. Um, all right, cool. I haven't watched it yet. I gotta right. check it out. Well, I gotta watch it. Maybe we'll do a watch. <laughs> we'll do a watch along. Don't even start talking about it. It will never stop. All right. Next up, last part of the fuck budget here. We're having fun. I know I am. Oh, there's another. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, I feel like this one's gonna be tough on everybody because it involves two things. One of them we love, and one of them we don't love. Uh, There is a rumor that on the short list of candidates to play Batgirl in the upcoming Batgirl movie, because apparently there's a Batgirl movie still being made. Yeah. uh, This was the one that originally was going to be done by Joss Whedon, and then Justice League came out, and then they were like, maybe not. Uh, Yeah. Daisy Ridley. Uh, Ray Skywalker herself. I'm just gonna start calling her that. Do it. I'm gonna will that to existence. Start the rumor, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna record a bunch of different versions of this so we can go back and edit it. All right, Ray Kenobi herself. Uh, Ray Kanata. Uh, Ray Calrissian. Ray Solo. <laughs> Ray Solo, and of course my favorite, Ray the Hut. Anyways, uh, Ray Daisy Ridley. Watto doesn't have a last name, so I can't. Yes, he does not. What? what Ray? Uh, isn't it Grotto? Well, Ray of the Grotto. Uh, Ray. Uh, she's a new the man. She's a new Jedi. I like how like Jedi mind trick works on everybody in existence except for Watto. Your yeah. tricks don't work out on me, a stupid Jedi. Right. <sighs> I would watch a, a Watto spinoff. Yeah, yeah. Me too. No, it's like Pawn Stars. Fun? No, it's like ca- counting cars. <laughs> Pawn Stars. No, it's like Pawn, Pawn Stars. Stars. People come in and try to sell shit to Watto. Bo- Video Bob comes in to try to sell a DeLorean to Watto. And he just like <laughs> tells him how it's not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> These bots are recasted. Uh. <laughs> And if you don't make a deal, you become an indentured servant. Yes. <laughs> He's a beer pot racer. He's a making me money. I don't even know if that's a good Watto impression. I think I it like is. It. Yes. Mama, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> is Daisy really going to play Batgirl and how many fucks do you give? Abigail? Oh, oh, oh my God. I gave this one fuck because if you've been keeping score, I only have one fuck left to give. I have. Um, yes, I think... I read in this article that this was part of the rehabilitation of the DC world, which I just like that idea that it's going through that much. Um, I would totally watch Daisy Ridley as a Batgirl. I would totally buy into that. But I don't love DC movies, so it's kind of a conflicting thing. Um, I would. I don't know if her portrayal in a really good, like as Barbara Gordon or whichever iteration of Batgirl, because there are several versions of Batgirl, I don't know if it would turn the DC, like, franchise around um well i think the thing is is like i think the joker movie is completely separate from all of it let's not even talk about that Mm -hmm. but i feel like this birds of prey movie is getting some buzz and suicide squad like i feel like this is the same person who's writing this movie apparently did the birds of prey well some images came out of harley quinn today and like did bumblebee as well uh all right never mind it's gonna suck no i'm (laughs) just kidding i haven't seen bumblebee uh me neither I don't know. Like, Jake, well, before we close out with this discussion, how many fucks do you give? Zero. Okay, cool. Now, Jake doesn't care. (laughs) Could Daisy Ridley be a good Batgirl? I'm sure. But, like, I think a lot of people could be a good Batgirl. 
The question is, are they making a good Batgirl movie? That's the question. Because you've talked about this before, that like an actor or an actress or whatever can't on their own just carry a franchise. Like only Tom Cruise. He's the only one who can do it. Maybe if Tom Cruise Daisy, will play Batgirl. Hey, if Daisy Ridley wants to come off of the, the you know, the biggest trilogy that's happened since fucking Star Wars the original you know, the Star Wars trilogy wreck. if she wants to be the savior of the Star Wars universe and and be really amazing and great as Rey and then immediately fucking throw it in the trash for a DC film that's her business that's what she wants to do sure i hope DC you know is is getting their shit together like i really do i i I will still go see the DC films. I did not see Shazam, but I wanted to. It wasn't I didn't it, it wasn't something I passed on because I just didn't want to see it. I I sincerely think they have a, a huge fucking problem and all their movies have been just very bad. I hope they're getting over that. I hope that it's great and I hope she's great in it. But uh they don't have a good track record, you know? And it's like I don't think I can I just can't give a fuck about that. Yep. There you uh, go. There yeah. you go. That, I, I gave one fuck because I, I gave a fuck about Daisy Ridley. And I think yeah. Batgirl's like, yeah, I'm into her. Um, yeah. I think she'd be great. Yeah. I I do. Uh, something you said, Abby, makes me laugh. Uh, you said that they're going through like a rehabilitation. <laughs> they're in rehab. I wonder. I wonder if like DC, they have like a they have like a, a token, you know, a little coin uh, they get. Five years since Whatever, our last the next, bad movie. The next movie, the next movie comes out. It's going to be like you know one movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second movie. All right, two they're movies. Like, they're all in a room. They're all in the a room. They're looking at. Um, uh, like the DC executive, and they're like, so, uh, or every, from Warner Brothers, they're like, tell us, uh, tell us your story. And he's dude, like, every time they get up there, they tell the Wonder Woman story because it's the only good one. Oh, yeah. They're talking about, they're, yeah. they're always talking about, fuck. And then, and then I was reading the script. And no. they just fucking said, no, they, they, they talk about how Wonder Woman was like, yeah, I had, you know, I had some good days, like Wonder Woman. And then, um, I relapsed with Justice League and uh, <laughs> really went off the deep end with Aquaman. Oh, man. And, uh, oh, dude. Uh, James Gunn is my uh, sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck, I don't know, man. Like, okay, here's my hot take for the day. There is no way that James Gunn is making a bad Suicide Squad movie. It's going to be good as fuck. Uh-huh. But will that be in... It doesn't seem like... D, like, going forward from what I was reading the other day, um, DC is keeping everything separate and have no interest in building out a universe, which fine, just make good movies. I've heard Shazam is good. I can't judge it. I have a feeling it's not as good as people have told me because I don't trust people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, people told me Wonder Woman was amazing too. And I, and I don't think it was, so it's hard. You know, ever since you watched age of Ultron on that plane, you've changed. Yeah. Jake's becoming Ultron. <laughs> the only way to save the cinematic universe. You don't want to change. That was my Ultron voice. I like that. Vision. Viz. Like right. Yeah. Hey, are we going to go see this Avengers re-release or do we care? Mm. What? What? They're re-releasing Avengers with extra I'm footage. I say we don't care. Okay. I guess we don't put Like in a delete. I don't know. Doing something. Well, listen, guys. Here's the situation. I like the people that are surprised that there's a there's that Spider-Man Homecoming's coming out because they thought that Endgame was the last Marvel movie. Oh yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was it. I thought that was the end. Um, Spider-Man comes out. 
Tuesday as well as Midsommar. So we've got some movies to see next week. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Spider-Man and Midsommar are going to be very similar, like, thematically. Definitely. <laughs> Stop Same it. Same level. <laughs> like, I might not, I might mix them up. Like, I might come out of Midsommar and be like, Jake Gyllenhaal was great. Um, no, I'm excited because like Heredity, Heredity, Hereditary, Hereditary was one of my favorite movies last year, and I'm mm-hmm. excited to see the that director's follow up. I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I was talking to. Uh... Oh no, you just told that story. I'm losing my mind. We've been podcasting all night. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Exactly. I'm we're done. You were gonna tell the homecoming? Yeah, I was gonna far tell from the. Home? Well, wait, no. am I saying it <laughs> fucking far from home? There was a Spider-Man too far from. There was a uh, there was a situation yesterday where some autograph hounds were freaking out and like they had this girl pressed up against a cage and she couldn't breathe and Tom Holland came up and saved her and was like there's video he's like I will throw your shit on the ground if you don't back up oh my god it was awesome was she trying to get an autograph yeah but why was was there a cage so a lot of times at like TV shows and stuff they set up a rail okay and like. She was just a fan trying to get an autograph. The guys behind her were like insane autograph hunters who were trying to get five or six things signed a piece. Yeah. Um, and so Tom Holland. So Tom Holland. In. I wish he'd been there in the fan fest room when we were all being pushed <laughs> up against the wall. I need Tom Holland to save me from a. Hey, um, from a William Atherton. No, William Atherton's a great guy. He's a great guy. I like it. No, just from the chaos. From the chaos. <sighs> All right, everybody. We covered a lot of ground tonight. Thank you for being with us on this wild ride. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to Yes, Have Some Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. That's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you can listen to a podcast, you're going to find us. And please, if you like what you're hearing, leave us that five-star review on iTunes. We love hearing what you think about the show. We've already told you about group therapy. We told you about mm-hmm. Patreon, but I got to tell you about YHS on social media mm-hmm. at YHS Podcast. On I like how you're you're like a hype man. Do it. You guys can't see the dance moves I've got. Uh, at YHS Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and of course YHSPodcast.com is a good hub for all of it. Amen. Any final thoughts before we sign off? Dude, can't wait nah. for Dragon Con. Gonna see you guys there, so you better yep. be at our panel or I'll just quietly resent you. It's two and a half months from now. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> Jake, anything? Uh let's go see Child's play again. Okay. okay. All right. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Give it another shot. Let's I'd give it another shot. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, all right. Well for Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh. My name is Craig Goldberg, and I hope to God nobody makes one of those AI bots from our voice. Uh, did you guys uh, hear the Joe Rogan thing? Somebody no. made some company or some group. <clears throat> they fed hours and hours and hours of Joe Rogan uh, audio into an AI bot and then made basically their own Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, oh my God. And it's insane. It, it is just isn't that's a crazy. salad of all the other things he Can said. You t- does it sound weird? Or? It sounds a, like if you didn't know, you'd be like, wait, what is this? This like it's, it's you could kind of tell something's up with it. I'll yeah. tell you what. We're a couple years away from chaos. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mean, hey, you mean Terminator? <laughs> yes. <Dude>, O.J. <laughs> Simpson. Shit. That's High a five. Patreon reference. You, you don't owe get me it. Dr. Pepper. You owe me a dark berry. Bye, everybody. Bye.